everybody, to another episode of... Stories of the Century! Eric Terrell... Tell, tell everyone what we're going Eric to do. Terrell. Eric, Eric Terrell. <laughs> Eric Terrell. Yes, this is Eric Terrell, here to tell you what we're going to do today. George. Well, I don't know what we're going to do, but I know that Eric Terrell's a new member of our group, and we're excited to have him here, and he's going to reach into the bag and pull out a magical phrase that we might use in order to start our story. Yes, the official Eric Terrell bag. I'm going to ask Jerry to put his hand in the official... Oh. Jerry, who's Jerry? Is that another Jer- new member? Yes, Jerry will now insert his hand in, in Eric Gerald's hand. Terrell. Wait, no. Eric Terrell's bag. Uh, yes. Okay. And our first word is beer. Oh, beer. That like what a fun word from Colin Goodhart. Thank you. So, well, Angie, why don't you pull something else out of that? Oh, yeah, Angie. And our word is trident from Gibson Gideon. Well, all right then. Okay. So, beer and trident. If my understanding is correct, we will need to begin our stories of the century by selecting a random sentence. Well, that is quite correct, George. So, we have the random Eric Carroll sentence bag here, <laughs> in which you may pull out an opening line that has been suggested by one of our audience members. This is a different bag. Huh? Yes. All right, here we go. I'm going to randomly select this sentence, and I won't oh, look at no. it or give it away until we begin our story. Excellent idea. Shall we begin now? No. No. Okay, now. Okay. Now, all right. Now. The glamorous and high-rise Century Building has many stories, and this is one of them. These are Stories of the Century. Dramatized for your listening pleasure by... The Spontaniacs. The Spontaniacs, America's finest improv troupe, makes you laugh up to 20% more than the leading improv brand. Here's improv brand A, surly, off-putting, constantly denying. Hey, Cheryl. My name's not Cheryl! Ow! Improv brand A makes children cry. But here's the Spontaniacs, hilarious, witty, classically trained, we're funny. <laughs> the Spontaniacs fills children's hearts with joy. <laughs> and don't worry, Mom and Dad, the Spontaniacs are educational, too. Daddy, what's a Brazilian strip? <laughs> the Spontaniacs, funnier than you'll ever be. The Spontaniacs are not licensed by any political, ethical, or moral group and have no gender or religious affiliation. Side effects may include gagging, bearing, side stitches, nausea, and incontinence. If any or all these side effects are a result of Spontaniacs encounter, see a physician for more details. Remember the Russian boss at every Spontaniacs show. Spontaniacs in here may be closer than And now, our next episode. Eric Terrell. <laughs> I like the idea of pink flamingos, Betty. I'm glad to hear you say that, Leonard, because I actually ordered a whole batch of pink flamingos to place in various locations around the diner. Well, I suppose it's your place. I'm going to suggest, however, that you adopt a general idea for the whole diner of perhaps a seascape. Or an island theme. Well, I hadn't really thought about that, but I like that idea. Betty Boobie's Island Diner. 
Here in the Century Building. You know what this place needs? What does it need, Betty? Leonard, if I could have live music playing in the diner, like one of those steel drum acts or something. I'm going to ask you to rethink the steel drums. When they are played, my feelings vibrate. Your feelings vibrate? My feelings, my teeth, my feelings. Oh, I thought you were saying you were moved so much by the music that you had emotional response. Right, it gives me a headache and makes my eyes water. Well, Betty Booby, old girl, what a pleasant surprise seeing you here in my office on the 23rd story of this, the Opulent Century Building, where I co-produce Magna Motion Picture Studios Incorporated. What can I do for you? Well, Cyril, it's not like me to come and ask for this kind of help, but I need some help finding some live music, and I hear you book acts. That's true. I do. I book acts freelance on the side. Well, do you know anybody who plays the steel drums? Well, I do know the chap who plays the steel drums, as a matter of fact. Oh, it's not that Calliope fellow, is it? No, it's some fellow named Eric Terrell. Eric Terrell? I haven't met the chap myself, but I'm told he's indescribably nondescript. Really? Yes, and what brought him to mind was recently, when you and I returned from our jungle adventure, my valet was going through the pockets of my suit and the only thing he didn't steal was this business card, stained with beer. And it is beer, I swear it, even though it's stained with something of a colour similarly suspiciously close to something not beer. But, as you can see, it has a flamingo on it. A flamingo? Well, that's a sure sign. That must be the guy. Now listen, I have a kind of an interesting request. I can't pay him a lot of money. But he can drink all the beer that he wants. Well, that's probably precisely what he'd like. He's a bit of a lush. Oh, well, in that case, go ahead and give him a call. Well, why don't you take this card, Betty? And why don't you give the old boy a ring-a-ding here on my telephone? Oh, you don't mind if I use this? Not at all. I enjoy watching you bend over my desk. Miss Jones. Yes? I need your help. Okay. Betty Booby has contacted me. She's been unable to contact the man that she's trying to contact. I have here a business card from a fellow named, that's uh, Eric Terrell, playing steel drums and a bit of a lush, it says. Oh. So, if you give him a call, apparently Miss Booby was unable to work the telephone where she was located, and she has asked me to assist her. And since you are the telephone girl... I thought you could help. Well, there's just one problem, Mr. Leroy. I knew there would be. So, you go ahead. I'm going to just pop into Betty Booby's diner and tell her we're working on it, and we'll take care of everything. Okay. <laughs> Oh, hello, Miss Booby. It is me, Eric Terrell, famous steel drum player and bit of a lush. Yeah. Right. As you can see, I set up my playing space right here in your diner. Listen! Ay, ay, ay! It's so loud in here! Do you hear that? Do you hear the acoustics? Oh! oh. Damn it. I am on break now, Miss Booby. It is time for my next beer. I, I, I can't put up with this anymore. You're gonna have to move out. What? Well... How dare you? How dare you say such things? I'm the greatest steel drum player and lush in all of the Century Building. Fine. I... 
I just misspoke. I'll tell you what. If you'll just get those drums out, I'll get you a whole pitcher of beer. Oh, I like where this is going. This is a dream job for me. Okay. Yes, I will take it. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's just... Hang on, hang on. I gotta use the jump. Ah, uh. oh, Booby, I see you got the steel drum player that Miss Jones arranged for you. Ah. Uh. I read his business card. Said he played for beer, I guess. Yeah, but he's got a kind of an unusual style. Well, that must explain why he's playing a steel drum with a fork. Well, he's telling me he's playing it with a trident. I'm thinking it must be some sort of reference to Poseidon or something. A trident, you say? Well, that looks like a fork to me. I'm going to have to get a little closer and take a look. Leonard, it used to be a fork, but it got bent by the last dishwasher. Now it's three times, not four. So that makes it a... Trident. Trident. It was great when he started. He was playing, people were coming in. There was an atmosphere of whimsy and island happiness. But now I'm out of beer. I got a guy stuck in a john who's supposed to be playing music out here, and half my regular customers have already left and not in a happy mood. This is just turned into a horrible mess. Miss Jones, you know what you've done. You've brought in some kind of a rogue steel drummer who plays with the trident and he's messed up Miss Booby's bathroom. I'm sorry, I just called the number you wanted me to call. It said seven on it. See on the card it says seven. No excuses, Miss Jones. You need to be doing better now. I say, Betty Booby old pickle, I've just come from your men's room where that no-talent Eric Terrell is passed out on the floor from too much beer. <gasps> I had no idea this guy playing the steel drums could drink so much. He drinks like a fish. Well, I wouldn't recommend leaving him there. He's blocking access to the, uh... Um... Well, where am I gonna put him? We gotta move his body somewhere. Ah, body, you say. That puts me in mind. Cheryl! Yes, Leonard? Do we know anybody that can help us get rid of this drummer? Well, a couple of our board members are organized crime mob bosses who No, could... I don't want you to kill the guy! I just want to move him. I can't wake him up. Oh, I've got a smashing idea. Tell me what it is, Cyril. Well, you remember what we did with the body of Dirk Preston when he was in his coma? We put him in a broom closet. Miss Jones, could you help Betty put Eric Terrell in a broom closet and leave him? Yes! (laughs) All right, then. I tell you what, we'll get Miss Jones on this little project right away. And we'll have the drummer, his beer-soaked clothing, his drums and trident, all packed away before you know it. He's heavy! Yes, yes, I know, he's very heavy. Come on, we gotta drag him to the broom closet. He's difficult to to drag. There. Open the door, open the door! Okay, I can open doors. Open the door! Okay, now get his feet, get his feet! Okay! He's in! Okay. <laughs> I'm in too. Come on. Help me get out from under him. I'll come in. I'm stuck in a broom closet with this okay. guy. Get him off me. Here, he's off, but I can't. No, I need get to his feet out of the way. No, don't let go of the door. No, no! Oh. No. Wasn't I supposed to shut the door so you could get his feet oh, out of the way? You were supposed to pick his feet up, shove him in, and lift him so I could get out of the broom closet, not come in with me and shut the door so now we're both stuck in the broom closet with this overgrown, drunken baby of a man. What were you thinking when you shut us inside the closet? You know the door locks from the outside. We can't get out. We don't have a key. 
But I have a key. It's on the outside. Miss Jones, how is the key on the outside going to help us get outside of the closet? Well, keys unlock things all the time. But they require somebody's hand on them to unlock. Well, we can call for help. Okay, maybe somebody will hear us and let us out. Call for help. 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 Really? Well, that's how I call for help all the time. Help. Help. We're stuck in a closet. Help. Well, Cyril, I guess we've gotten rid of this Eric Terrell fellow. Yes, and none too soon, I'd say. He's a bad influence on everybody with that weird trident of his. I guess there's some kind of interesting social development from watching this fellow play the steel drums with the fork. Either that, or he's left an air of paganism behind him. Paganism? You mean where your religion only enjoys having fun and doesn't have sadness to it? No, I mean when you burp and scratch yourself without inhibition during inopportune social situations. No! <laughs> That's what I am! Well, then we may have to put you in a broom closet as well. But the funny thing is, Sarah, I can't find my secretary. You don't happen to know where she's gotten off to, do you? She sometimes wanders in here thinking it's my office. Well, I know Miss Jones can become a bit forgetful at times, and when she does, like a homing pigeon, she instinctively heads for her birthplace. <laughs> well, I, I suppose you're right. I would just have to wait for her to turn up like she always does. In the meantime, why don't we go downstairs to the diner on the first story of this, the opulent Century Building? By now, Betty Booby will have returned from getting rid of that Eric Terrell, and she'll have replenished her supply of beer. Very good. I'm sure Miss Booby will be serving them cold like she always does. She is cold, isn't she? Hello? Miss Jones, you have locked us inside this but closet. I'm gonna be here forever, and no, I'm gonna die at the front. I got the door. I'm gonna die at the door. I'm gonna die at the door. I'm gonna the Century. The preceding is a production of the Spontaniacs, all rights reserved to duplication in part or in whole without express permission from the Spontaniacs as a violation of applicable laws and subject to punishment as prescribed by statute up to and including fine and or imprisonment without regard to race, color, creed, or gender as relinquished in a fully developed treatise on the cacophony of post nouveau renaissance transdermal liquidity as pertains to the hypotenuse of a right isosceles triangulated metamorphosis trajectory and its adjutant sequiturs. My gosh, I said all that without taking a breath. <sighs>